Greetings, citizens. George Lowe here, voice of TV's beloved Space Ghost Coast to Coast. I'll see you at Sci-Fi Bartow. Look out, Bartow. Daddy's coming back. Sci-Fi Bartow. It's going to be February 20th, downtown Bartow. And the special guests that are beaming up are going to be Joel D. Winecoop, the king of the B-movies, Chuck Dixon, the Batman rider, our good friend Claire Davis, Bill Hatfield, and of course, don't forget, Maria Saber of Gothic Sushi is going to be there live and in person. What else we got going on, Johnny? Do Sci-Fi Bar 2 is three blocks of fun. It is at 200 East Main Street. It'll be 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. It's a free event, Deuce. Totally free. Sci-fi vendors, kids' activities, amusement area, costume contests, even pet costume contests, face painting, trivia games, live music, props from film and television, as well as an iconic movie car show. And our favorite character, karaoke. Big shout-out to Sean Sardinsky and Lois Lane of Sci-Fi Bartow. They're putting out this amazing event and Main Street Bartow. Remember, Deuce, this is February 20th, 2016. Don't forget to come see your boys live. The The Happy Happy Hour with Johnny Johnny and Deuce. And we'll see you February 20th at Sci-Fi Bartow. You got my main man, Deuce. What is going on? Hey, man, of course, this is the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We're a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And every single episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the good old Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Johnny, I'm going to let you do it. Perfect. Nice. And, of course, Deuce, we love to have special guests with us on the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Who do we have today's episode? We have Laura Mills Simpson um, from Main Street Bartow here with us, and it's great to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. The first question I wanted to ask you is, and I've actually been super inquisitive about this myself, explain to us and the listeners what Main Street Bartow is. Sure. Main Street Bartow is very similar to a downtown business association um, that you would find in other communities um, where a lot of our merchants and property owners have come together to do economic development and historic preservation of our downtown. Which actually, we, are fi- we are separate from the city and we are a 501c. Okay. But that's actually awesome because you've got a lot of historic buildings in downtown Bartow. Like there's a lot of history in Bartow. There is. Um, we definitely, it's part of our slogan. It's what we are proud of. Uh, we are the county seat of um, Polk County, which just celebrated 155 years. And um, with the historic courthouse here that is now as our, as our history museum, that becomes the anchor to our main street. And a lot of the buildings are still in place today that were there whenever we first began. Awesome. Well, I, I wanted to ask you this question. How did Sci-Fi Bartow come to be? Uh, Actually, we had some board members from our organization that were looking for something new to do downtown. Part of our mission as a Main Street program is we put feet on the street. We like to do things that bring different people to town so they can encounter and engage with some of our downtown retailers and restaurants. So we look for things that are new and innovative to maybe entice a new group to come to Bartow. And so one of our board members um, actually put on the Facebook page. If you have a fun idea that you'd like to see in Bartow, share it with us. 
we're very open. We're, we, we, we try to engage the entire community. And Sean Serdinsky, which I believe you've had on your show a few times, oh, yes, um, is one of our residents and typed back that he had an idea. And how about a science fiction convention? And with his years of expertise in hosting conventions, um, put that with our expertise in running events downtown, um, three years running, we've been pretty successful. That you have, and I actually wanted to ask you, being one of the people working on the convention, uh, tell us about this year's Sci-Fi Bartow for the fans listening at home. Sure. The event this year, we've been trying to really focus in our planning the year this year, which really begins almost the day of last year's event. Um, we try to figure out things that we can do new. What can we bring new to you so that if you're always wanting to come back to Bartow? Um, if you came to Sci-Fi Bartow last year, it's totally different this year. We actually have grown the event. Uh, last year we were in one block of Main Street. And um, this year we have, are shutting off four blocks of Main Street that will encompass um, all of our stage area. We're going to have amusement this year. Um, a couple of, we have a rock wall, some bounce house. Um, we have dodgeball to you, which we're going to have two dodgeball arenas running for different age groups. Uh, we have the rock and soft robots that you can get in and actually engage. We also have laser tag coming this year. So there's more than just walking around looking at exhibits and really cool cosplayers. But we also have things that you can engage in and entertain yourself. And it's something for, there's something for everyone out here. Um, so that's a few of the elements that we've added this year. We also have been in contact with, they've actually reached out to us, some of the WWE legends that live here locally. And so we have some wrestlers that are going to be participating this year with Sci-Fi Bartow. Um, we have confirmed um, the Tugboat Typhoon, uh, Butch from the Bushwhackers, which was one of my favorites growing up. <laughs> uh, the uh, Big Bob Cook, I know, and um, I think that was, I think there's a few others, but those are the three that I know are confirmed that'll be here all day that day. Um, then we also have added a few new comic book writers. We've been trying to really look at getting some new celebrities to the table. And so we have some comic book writers that'll be here on hand to talk about everything from how they came up with the concept, but also to you know, show you how to draw the character and, and different things. We really are here to provide a free opportunity for people to engage with those that are in the business and for an opportunity for you to engage with it. Touch it, feel it, see how it happens, and ask questions about how maybe you can get involved in the business as well. Well, that's awesome, and, and I've got to thank you, and I've got to thank, of course, our good friend Sean Serdinsky and his lovely wife, uh, Lori, as well, for hooking us up, because actually later tonight we're going to have uh, Fred Ottman, Tugboat, on the show, oh, good. which we are thankful for you and for Sean for helping us get that all, all hooked up and squared away, so we greatly appreciate it, and... Um, me and Sean actually had a couple long talks about that because he kind of was he was on the fence about it, I think, at the beginning because he was like, I don't know, wrestlers at a sci-fi convention. And I'm like, man, that goes together like peanut butter and jelly, man. Like, right. th it all goes together. And he was like, oh, okay, well, it sounds like a good idea. And it's been so nice how they've gotten on board and how Fred's gotten on board and, and Fred told his friends and brought more people on board. So it's really grown the whole sci-fi Barto brand and I, I really think that's how this uh, con, if you will, has become as big as it has because of the feedback from the fans and the feedback from the people involved. The biggest key to our success has always been that we want to keep it grassroots. We want to keep it where people can come in and really walk up to the 
guests that we have here or the cosplayers get pictures, put their kids with them, share it on Facebook, and have it a fun experience in Bartow. And whenever we talk about, we have a science fiction convention in Bartow, like Bartow, Florida, and it's a surprise. And so it, it really showcases that we have a, although we have history and we have all the county governments here and all the things that are seem kind of serious. We have a really fun side, too, and this allows us to showcase that. Um, as far as the wrestler involvement, the way I looked at it from the original concept of bringing them on board was, you know, we have a lot of um, people that walk around at Sci-Fi Barco that emulate um, people that were action figures. And I remember growing up, the wrestlers were real life, and then they were turned into action figures. So they were just a little more reversal, but we're all here for the same thing. Well, and that's why I love the event, and I, I've actually had multiple conversations, not just on air, but I'm talking behind the scenes with friends and with people that want to be vendors and things like that, and they're like, well, you know, what? what's your honest opinion of it? And I tell them, hands down, it's my favorite convention of the year because it's outside. You get to hang out with your friends. It's big, but it's not too big, and I just – the atmosphere and the feel of the event is something I don't think I've ever seen replicated before. Well, one of the things that I liked about last year, and last year was my first year experiencing because I was new to Main Street, um, the organization at the time, and what I've been doing events my entire professional career. I've never worked at an event where people attended and they stayed all day. Yeah. Um, they stayed all day, and I've also never worked on an event where any time I would come to my office to touch in, you know, touch base with something or post something on Facebook, download from my camera, every time I walked down to the street the entire scene was different it changed all day long um sometimes some of the same cosplayers were changing outfits throughout the day um, you never knew who you were going to encounter when you're walking and so that piqued everyone's interest it was fun all day long and and that's what keeps it engaging for us and because everybody's engagement and talking about people with you know on facebook and we get calls about what are y'all doing this year and I, I heard that there's a science fiction convention and so we are really just um, growing it just you know a very small handful of us because we're listening to people and we try to make it fun I gotta spend the day here I want it to be fun for me too and uh, so we try to do something that we would make fun and also a little bit different so that you would want to come back to town yeah, I think it's really great. Uh, you mentioned Facebook earlier, and I think that's something as well that Deuce and I have noticed big time was when we were there last year to where we are now, like you said, grassroots. Well, social media is really, you know, in the last five to six years has really blown up in the world. And I feel like it's so great about, you know, having a Facebook page and having all the different social media is that you can have this event page where people can go to and check out the event tell people they're going to be at the event and they share with their friends it's just a click of a button and you could share across the world within seconds which is which is awesome and i it allows me to find people that have an interest in in sci-fi that i would have never come across in just my day-to-day -day interactions um and we've we posted a video a couple weeks ago that was a good overview of everything about the event and so we decided to boost it and the last time I checked, and it hasn't been, it's been over a week, we had over 10,000 impressions on that video because we were able to tailor it to find people that have like minds and things that we like and things that we're trying to showcase here. And it's connected with people. And so the word's definitely getting out. We've enhanced our marketing all the way across the board um, to include some billboards and things we've got going all over the community and um, tr just trying to really make sure that everyone, no one can say, I've never heard of that. 
as far as right here close by. And so now we're trying to take it a little bit bigger. No, and I agree 110% because with my Facebook for the show and everything, I've got a lot of people on there. And I remember even after the event, like the whole following week, it was my entire news feed was blown up with pictures from Sci-Fi Bartow. And I'm like, well, when 5,000 different people are showing like different pictures from that event, it made a huge impression. It did. It, it really did. And, and that's, that's what we're here for. And, and that's ultimately back to the main goal of Main Street. Um, the main goal of Main Street is not to host a sci-fi convention, but the main goal of Main Street is to promote the brand of downtown Bartow. And that is that we are business, but we're also fun. And it's a good place to come spend the day. And every time that someone's tagging himself in last year's picture or they're saying, can you believe this was on Main Street Bartow? It's exposing our little downtown to someone that maybe hasn't heard of us before. And if they circle back and they want to come downtown and, and have lunch at Hacienda Mexican restaurant or come in and order their cake because they saw something at the cookie jar, then that's what we've we've done our business. That's what we're here to do. You know, I think it's great, too, because Bartow is relatively close to a lot of the major cities that are connecting. And I also think it, if you're in Orlando, if you're in Tampa, you're no more than like an hour away from, from Bartow. So it's kind of a nice central point between two major cities. And, of course, you have Winter Haven, you have Lakeland, you have you know, Davenport, Haines City, you know, none of that's really that far of a drive. So it's it's one of the things, like you said earlier about grassroots, it's so important getting that word of mouth, if you will, because that word of mouth advertising just gets to people so much and they want to bring their friends and it ends up being more of like a snowball effect where people just want to come in a big groups of cars and just come on out. And I just, for me personally, I, I just love how diverse it is because not only do you have like the, you know, the cosplay karaoke, but you also have like a classic car show and there's just so many awesome things going on that I feel like even though it's tagged as a sci-fi convention, there's I think there's a little bit of something for everybody at this uh, convention. There really is, and I, you know, as I'm talking about it, even around town, you know, I, I do the little civic clubs about updates of what's happening in on Main Street and um, maybe the state of Main Street based on how we did last year. And people ask me all the time, why are we doing a science fiction convention, and um, how does that fit with Bartow? Well, it probably doesn't, but it shows that we're fun, and there's something down here for everyone, like you said. And if nothing else, it's just to come down and. Um, people watch is wonderful there were some costumes down here like i had never seen before and so and the people are excited and they'll tell you exactly how they made it and um, they share ideas and and that's that's what it's for it's the camaraderie and a place just to come and be um, however you want to be and what whoever you want to be and um, people just stayed all day i had one of the restaurants downtown um, said that they had people eat lunch there, and then they came back and had dinner. So people were staying all day and, and participating with the other retailers we have downtown. had an antique store last year. This is one of my favorite stories. I go in after the event and say, um, how did it go, and um, how was your foot traffic? And they said, well, there was one point during the day that they had some regulars in town that were shopping at their antique store and a Klingon shopping and buying things as well. So... Um, Definitely wish I had grabbed a picture of that moment. Uh, but it was really an exciting time for all of our retailers, and they're really excited to bring it back. Well, and I think that's a good thing is is uh, I know in the beginning it might have taken a quick minute to get everybody kind of warmed up to the idea. But now that we're in year three, I really think that all the local business have really embraced the idea of Sci-Fi Bartow and are really, like, gung-ho about doing it and are really, you know, all hands on deck about the process. 
Oh yeah, there. Um, everybody's here. There are actually already conversation of how far can we expand it for next year? Um, can you put it get it down in front of my business? Um, we had a real good success story last year um, from the outreach because we were able to target Tampa and Orlando. We had people coming down from South Florida, a lot of people from Gainesville area coming into town for the event. And one of our vendors was from out of Orlando. And I know y'all have worked with the Harrisons down oh, at Main yeah. Street Comics. Yep. And they were um, vendors here, and they, they were looking for a place to start a bit, start their business. They wanted to kind of get out of just being a vendor, and they wanted to do it out of a storefront as well. And by us showcasing Bartow, we ultimately ended up showcasing a property to them that they have put their location in. And so now they're one of our downtown retailers, and we expanded the footprint primarily to make sure that we're taking it down to their business. So um, bringing them on board grew our retailer base, but it also grew our event base because we want to make sure that they're part of the event on the 20th. Yeah, and it's actually going to be great because they're going to have the great Batman writer Chuck Dixon is going to be at their store all day signing comics and doing all kinds of different things in the store to kind of get people to come in the store. I know he's, he's coming on our show during the day as well, but I just think it's really neat, and I mean, what better event could cater to a comic book store than a sci-fi convention right outside its front door? Location, location, location. No, I, I agree. Um, <laughs> and to let, just for one of the ideas, as you know, our entire community has embraced it. You know, like you said, we are in year three, and we still get some questions, but everybody knows it's coming. People don't um, ask me what am I talking about whenever I mention that I can't do something on that day. It's sci-fi day. Um, but we actually were contacted by our public library, and they wanted to participate, but they're not in downtown. So we've been trying to come up with ways that we could help them participate as well. And so we've got a couple of our guests that will be downtown during the day. We'll be doing some appearances um, at the library to include, um, we've got some Star Wars characters that will be down there early that morning before we get launched. Um, We're trying to arrange a a storybook time, story time with Darth Vader. Um, That's my goal. If I can get that one pulled off and have him read um, Three Little Pigs. That's what I'm hoping. Um, so we are trying to do a few of the activities that also gives, so maybe if someone doesn't feel comfortable if they have small children or if maybe they're a little bit older and they don't feel comfortable coming down into the festival atmosphere, that they can still engage with our sci-fi concept through our public library. Um, so, and they are acknowledging that comics are a piece of literature. They're, they showcase some of our history. Um, they are something that we want to celebrate in the libraries, embrace that, and we're doing all that through Sci-Fi Barton. Well, no, and, and that's a good thing, too, because I was actually reading something LeVar Burton, of course, of, of reading Rainbow Fame put up the other day. He said, uh, you know, people ask me all the time, you know, my kids are into superheroes, and he said, well, if your kids are into superheroes, buy them a darn comic book because he's like, they're written at a, a fifth-grade reading level. If it'll get them into reading buy it for them. I mean, it doesn't matter what they're reading as long as they're reading and they're getting their mind engaged. Right. Well, and I actually um, went to school to be a school teacher and we were always looking, it didn't matter what the images were, it didn't matter what the pictures were and even really the concept, it was the words that we were utilizing and um, comic books actually bring great vocabulary to the table um, that, you know, most kids probably haven't engaged with and so um, that's what 
as early readers and even you know middle eight middle school readers and high school readers it's really to get them plugged in and give them a new format that maybe uh, just a straight novel is not going to capture them yeah and and like i said i just think just getting them reading it all one of my favorite uh tywin lannister quotes from uh, uh game of thrones, game of thrones thank yeah. you is uh the mind needs a book like a sword needs a whetstone and I agree, like, you need books to sharpen your mind and keep your mind sharp, because if not, it'll just rot away to nothing. You mentioned earlier about the, the businesses and whatnot, and I think that's what's so great about people that may have never even been to Bartow, and all of a sudden you're exposing them to this awesome historic downtown and all these amazing restaurants. I had I had lunch with Deuce uh, at the Hacienda restaurant, yeah. and it blew me away. I was like, oh my gosh. I didn't know this place was here, and now it's one of my favorite Mexican restaurants. It's fantastic. Well, we've added a couple new restaurants since y'all were um, here last year with Sci-Fi, and uh, we have a new restaurant that does um, soups and salads and sandwiches, and so that's Urban Oak, so they're looking forward to participating this year. And we also have an ice cream shop that's here in town now, and they serve lunch as well, but they have ice cream, and they'll be participating with us, and she's got an entire themed menu for the day that she'll be unveiling for everybody. No, she does, because I actually saw it, and God bless her, she actually put pictures up early. She's got a Deanna Troy-themed, it's like ice cream and a chocolate brownie and something else, like all, I think it's called like the Triple D, the Double Decadent Delight or something. Um, Right. It it looks delicious, and I was like, you know what, she put research into this, because I think Sean was the one who told me that she wasn't like a huge Star Trek fan, but she's like, help me come up with something that, you know, fans of Star Trek would like. And he was like, well, why don't you try this? And, um, you know, and I think that it's great that they're actually getting involved and getting on board. Yeah. Well, we, we definitely are. From our city council all the way down to residents, we are just excited to have Sci-Fi here again. And um, it, we are excited that it continues to grow. Uh, it's something that we are planning for even larger crowd than we had last year. And uh, we had circulation all day long downtown like i said people came and they didn't want to leave and i would get phone calls from friends of mine that were driving kids to um you know ball practice or wherever and they're like uh what's going on downtown we uh, darth vader just crossed the street in front of me at broadway <laughs> and so um people are asking me those questions now because now they're aware they know it's here they know it's getting bigger and they're excited about it the city commissioners were down here last year and they've been talking about it all year we see the economic impact that it has. We also see the way that it just brings us all a little bit closer together and takes some of the seriousness off the table for the day. And let's just have a good time. Well, no, and I agree. My only question to you is, are you ever concerned that it may get too big? Well, I know that's something that Sean talks about, and we definitely don't want to um, grow it to the point where it doesn't have the same small town feel and you know everyone says that there's a challenge with keeping small towns to keep that feel because we continue to grow um but we want to be able to feel like you're going to come to the event and run into someone you saw last year or um we want to add new elements but we don't want it to get so large that we can't maintain it um with the same feel and the same personal touches that we're adding to it currently yeah and, that, that and, there, would, and, you know, we've grown it to this footprint and we might, you know, who's to say we can't, we don't just plug and play it like the same way next year and maybe just add a few new characters and or a few new guests and um, we'll keep mixing it up and we, we'll just take some feedback and we'll circulate with people during the event and say, what did we miss and how can we make it better? And 
all throughout the year, people will send us things that they've seen happen at other communities or something at, at another con. And we definitely want to make sure that we're getting that feedback because this is their event. They're here. This is We do this for them. We want them to come and just have a great day. And so we'll continue to grow it to the point that everyone's still having a good day. Well, and no, and that's that's the the thing I like about the event this year is that you're making it bigger because I definitely think making it three blocks is going to help out a lot because, like you said, it stretches it out in front of more businesses, which means people will have to walk further down each way of the street so they'll actually see more of the businesses than they did before. Also, it gives you way for more vendors, uh, more cosplayers to have table, more guests. Um, but I do love, and, and it's one of my favorite things I say about the event, is the friends I made because last year, you know, I stayed in town at the hotel. I was there Friday night and Saturday, um, and I made, like, lifelong friends. I mean, Sean now it is one of my good friends, and so is Lori, and I made a lot of new friends, Dizzy, uh, Lawrence Henshaw, Naida. Yeah, I mean, just so many cool people that I really wouldn't have met or become friends with if it hadn't been for your event, and everybody I talked to, has a similar story, at least in in my little uh, group. It seems like everybody has, like, you know, this was a great time for us all to come together and, you know, meet and hang out and also just, just make new friends. Yeah, it's uh, that, that's what we're here for. It's, a, it's that opportunity to really just, we create the venue and y'all create the memories, and that's what we're here to do. I think that's an awesome way to put it. Well, Laura, we're going to take a quick break because we've got to pay some sponsors and we're going to be right back and talk to you more about Main Street Barto. Sounds good. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by RetroGameTreasure.com. These boxes are handcrafted to your playstyle and sent to your home, and they start as low as $29.99. Tell them about the boxes they can get, Johnny. They can get anywhere from three to five games a month from the Super Nintendo, the Nintendo, the Nintendo 64, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Sega Genesis. You know they have it all with Retro Game Treasure. And Deuce, it's a custom box. They handpick things that you like. They have an amazing website. You put on what you have, put on what you like, put on the genres that you want. They send it to you, custom handbox straight to your door. And of course, they never send you any duplicates. And they always ship on the 22nd of every month, so you know they're on time just for you. And it's so easy to order, Deuce. What is the website? The website is Retro GameTreasure.com And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Laura, I wanted to ask you a couple more questions about other events besides Sci-Fi Bartow. I know you just got done with Jeepin' with Judd here this past weekend, and I want to hear how that went. Sure. Uh, Jeepin' with Judd was a second-year event here in Bartow, and for those that aren't familiar, um, we have our sheriff, uh, Grady Judd, has a Jeeping event which raises money for charities in the community, and they use those funds to help families that they may come across um, in some of their 
professional work that may need assistance, or they um, give use those funds to give to other organizations that help maybe some of the victims of some of the crimes that they have to handle. So they are using it as a charity outreach. And so they have been hosting it in some um, out in Alturas, which is just outside of Bartow, and they have um, Jeeps out there for two days, and they're going through all sorts of obstacle courses. But they wanted to have a kickoff party, and they called the Jeep community, calls them a show and shine. And so we said, bring it on. Uh, last year, they actually hosted it at one of our um, auto dealers here on Main Street, Tom Edwards, and they um, actually outgrew it already in one year. So we held it just like many of our other events that we do. We closed off the streets for about uh, three or four blocks, and we had well over 300 Jeeps come into town. It was so funny. Throughout the evening, we would get calls. There's a hundred more coming your way up Highway 17. And so we'd get everybody in place to start parking more cars. And uh, so it was really just a night to celebrate the event and uh, for the sheriff's office to give out some awards to the sponsors for the event. And they gave out awards for the Jeeps. And I'm hoping that they'll bring it back next year because it was really successful for us. Well, I've got to say, it was another thing, like I said, you know, it blew up my news feed for a couple days of people doing it, and I had seen the event, I I didn't, to be honest with you, I didn't research or know anything about it until I started seeing these pictures, and I asked my friend, and I was like, hey, what was up with this, and he's like, this is great, we got to go on all these mud trails, and there was obstacles, and you know, Grady Judd was leading the charge, and you know, it was a fun day just to kind of hang out, and you know, kind of excuse my French because you know what do they say if you are one you can say you are one I'm a redneck yep you get to do a little rednecking out there with 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 king of the rednecks himself Sheriff Grady Judd which I think is awesome uh and I don't know if if they'd let me drive my pickup truck through it I I would go to jeep it with Judd well I'll tell you last year Grady will tell you that he didn't have a jeep but he has one this year that was his Jeep he was taken through. Oh, nice. Um, he, didn't want, he didn't want to be left out either. Uh, but it's also a great event for spectators because it's kind of built up where there's like a ridge um, that you can sit up on and you can see everybody going through the obstacles. So it's not so far back where the obstacles are taking place that you're kind of left out of it. You can sit there and grab a chair and bring your cooler and hang out there and, and enjoy the day watching the Jeeps try to climb the mountains they've they've constructed and they've got all sorts of underwater pieces that that you know amphibious ones can do and it was really cool and so for us to be able to bring some of that downtown uh, it was a good partnership for us well i think that's what's great is you guys are always thinking about good partnerships but also like you said you're always thinking about the family and one of my favorite events you guys do is the friday fest can you tell our fans about your friday fest Sure. Friday Fest is uh, third Friday of every month. We host a street party. Uh, we bring in live music or DJ. We kind of mix it up throughout the year. And we have street vendors that some of them are foods. Some of them are baseball teams that are selling um, popcorn for fundraiser. Or it's a 4-H club that does bold peanuts. Um, those types of things. We also have businesses that have come out as sponsors and our vendors. And then we kind of create a little dance floor and we just enjoy the music and we have a classic cruise in where if you have a classic car you want to show off, drive it up, we'll put it in the show. And our restaurants are open, they're running specials, and it's just a good opportunity for us to all come together as a community. Um, the bands usually have, um, you know, their groups that follow them and so we get to showcase Barto a little bit too. And it's just a fun Friday night. Sometimes they happen on um, football games that are home football games, so we try to make it like a pregame tailgate party. 
And we've got some plans uh, in place for that this year that we can hopefully bring back some of our um, state championship teams to Bartow to celebrate them and some of their accolades that they've presented throughout the years and uh, to combine those with some of our home football games. And then we also do um, different events. Uh, like we've got in March, we have um, – the unparade is the St. Patrick's Day. It's not really a parade because we don't really put a permit. We just kind of put people in a line and parade them through town. And it happens to finish up here on Main Street. And they're kooky costumes and um, fun decorated um, cars. And they throw out, instead of candy and beads, they throw out moon pies. And you, don't, you have no idea what's going to come your way. People on unicycles, and it's just fun. Um, and then we also have... A, karaoke um we do uh, what we call Bartow idol which is a karaoke contest and that takes place in august so we try to come up with fun themes in january we did a glow run since it's still kind of dark around six o'clock and so we did a glow run through town and that started and finished up here on downtown and people could grab a beer afterwards and just enjoy the evening and so we try to again create an atmosphere where people can come downtown and just have a good time you want to do something on friday night and so every third friday night you might as well come on down and hang in Bartow. Absolutely. And another thing that I love that Sean likes to work with is the uh, sci-fi movie on the lawn. That, that's a really fun event. Um, movies on the lawn is something that we do. It's really just a, an offering to the community. Um, uh, it's not something that we um, – there's no fee to participate. It's not something that um, we get sponsors for of any sort. Uh, we just have a projector, and Sean has a great sound system, and we put the two together, and we – create a list of movies we want to show each month and we hope that it doesn't rain and uh, we encourage everyone to bring out their lawn chairs or blankets and grab a pizza from palace pizza or pack a picnic dinner uh, we usually have concessions and out there with um, popcorn and things and we show movies all throughout the year they're animated movies they're um you know motion picture movies this month uh, we're going to be showing the um Raiders of the lost ark so and those always take place on the fourth Friday of each month. So um, we have those come that comes up the weekend after Sci-Fi, and we sometimes we let Sci-Fi take over our movie night, and we come up with some movie that um, we encourage costumers to come out. And we did that with uh, we showed Ghostbusters, and we have last month we showed The Incredibles, and we had people in costumes show up for those. Uh, so sometimes our Sci-Fi events kind of. The sci-fi takes over the movies, and then some nights it's just, uh, we did, for Christmas, we showed um, a Christmas story. And that was, so far, in the years that we've been doing the movies on the lawn, that has been our largest attended. We had, uh, goodness, well over 500 people. It was projected about 700. Some people were just driving up and sitting in their car to watch it, just because it's fun, and everybody knows the words. And we came together as a community and watched the movie together. Wow, that's awesome. And that, Deuce and I were there for the – we've been for a couple events, but we were there for the Empire – We were there for Avengers and Avengers, we were there for Empire Strikes Empire Back. Empire Strikes Back, and it was awesome to see, like, fans – one of the great things is you see fans, young fans, you know, older fans, people that have never even had a chance to experience these movies or experience them for the first time in this awesome historic uh, downtown of uh, Bartow. We had a f funny story. Last year in January, we showed the movie Frozen. Which, as soon as I say that, you know the song, everybody was rallied around the movie, and kids loved it everywhere. I have two girls, they loved it. And so we decided to show that movie. Well, I got a call one day from a mom that said, what happens if it rains? And I said, well, we don't show the movie. 
she goes, well, I kind of need you to come up with a plan B because I've built my entire daughter's birthday party around you showing the movie. Oh, goodness. Nope. Nothing no like pressure. a little pressure, right? <laughs> no pressure. I go through enough pressure with my own kids' birthdays. Now I'm in charge of hers. Um, but we were, um, we had, we did come up with a plan B because I was not going to let that child not have her birthday party. But it didn't rain, and they had their gifts, and they had their cake, and they did everything right there on the lawn, and we showed the movie in huge on the side of a building. And the entire crowd were singing along all the songs, and she had a great birthday party, and we had a great turnout for our, our movie. And it was just, again, we can have fun downtown. We can come together as a community and maybe not take things just as serious and just come together and have a good time. Well, no, and I actually really like the movies on the lawn, and I, I don't know if we can talk about this, but I'm going to ask the question anyway. Word on the street is maybe a Mr. Sean Serdinsky himself might be taking over the movies on the lawn here pretty soon. Actually, uh, we... We have contracted with with Sean. He does take those he took those over back in August of last year. Um, we had been doing it with some volunteers, and um, we had concession stands were done by some local uh, charities, and it was just becoming a little unpredictable. And sometimes the sound didn't work great, and so I said it was time for us to really take this to the next level. We want it to be consistent, something you can depend on, put it on your calendar. The only thing that hinders us is if a lightning storm comes around. And so um, in working with Sean, he and Lori have taken that. They've made it their own. It's just they welcome you to that movie like they've welcomed you into their living room to watch TV. And it really has become something that people look forward to each month. Well, no, and I, I love it because, A, he takes so much pride in it. And, number two, he always wants to make an experience. Like when we came to Avengers, he had uh, a couple of friends from A to Z cosplay come out as Hawkeye and Black Widow, and then when they did uh, Star Wars, they had some of the 501st guys come out, and I, I always say Sean is the older brother I don't think I ever really wanted, but I got anyway, because <laughs> I love the guy to death that he's a good friend of mine, um, but I, I love seeing the smile and the look he gets in his face when he starts coming up with the ideas, and you see the gears turning, and he... he he is loving taking over the movies, and I like it because not only do I think that the variety of the movies is going to change a little bit, but he always wants to add that little flair, that little something extra. Like, I don't want you just to come with your lawn chair and see the movie. I want, like, a cosplayer there. I want some sort of extra element that kind of takes it up a notch to kind of get you out of the house to make you want to come because you want to see what he does next. He does trivia contest right before the movie starts um he you know he might remind you that you know to get your food and he'll tell you what comics are just came in down the street and he knows his community and the biggest part that i can say about sean is he's just genuine he genuinely wants people to have fun he genuinely wants people to love his community as much as he loves his community and the passion that he puts into everything he works with with that same no agenda other than the genuine purpose that we we should all be coming to this, these programs with then that it comes through in everything that he touches and he's such a great volunteer for us and a partner with us in, in everything that we're doing downtown and if I, I might be working on something totally different and he's made sure that he's there because he wants to participate he wants to give back and he wants to support it and he doesn't want to miss an opportunity to promote whatever the new thing that he's working on or the next sci-fi or the next movie on the lawn either so he's just a genuine person that just does it for the right reason to showcase Barto. 
Oh, trust me, I, I I know him very well, and he's almost as bad as me when it comes to the cheap pops and wanting to promote every chance he gets. But he is. He's so good at it. He's such a good promoter, and he makes you want to come to the event, and he makes you excited about it. And like I said, he makes it an event where you want to leave the house to go see a movie you've probably already seen a dozen times already because you don't know what's going to happen next. Right. It's it's just really a fun night, and he's just, he's just the biggest kid. He's the grown-up kid. Um, that we all wish we could be. I hate whenever responsibility gets in the way and we can't be the kids we want to be. But he kind of takes you out of that element with whatever we're doing and just make sure you're having a good time. So it makes it makes for um, something special happens with our events whenever he's involved because it's not something you're going to find anywhere else because it's just um, his kid-like passion that no one else can seem to bring to, to many things and we appreciate him very much. No, no, and it also just on a, on a side note, he, he's a really good friend and a really good guy, and we're so so blessed to actually have him. He was one of our very first sponsors here on the show. Uh, you know, this will be our second year coming out to Sci-Fi Bartow, and it's an event we look forward to all year now after doing it last year for the first time and being blown away and making so many friends. Like, it, it's on our calendar every year now. Right. Well, uh, keep it there, and we're going to keep growing it. We have a few other things that we do throughout the year that are the same type of thing we do. Um, we have a honeybee festival that we do in November uh, that happens on the second Saturday of that month. And so uh, keep it on the calendar. We're not moving anything. We're, we're, we want you to know that we're, we're real big on tradition here in Bartow. Uh, we, you know, if somebody changes the direction the parade goes, I think things would, on um, for Halloween, I think the whole world would stop. So we're a very traditional community. We like tradition. We like to know that even if you've moved away, we're still going to do the Christmas parade on the second Friday of the month. And so come on home, celebrate with us. You can guarantee it's going to happen. And so sci-fi has become one of those traditions. And um, that really makes us as an organization, and I know Sean as well, really happy to see that it's just become ingrained as part of our community. And it really has, and I think that it's it's really nice that it, it has become that way. And like you said, you've got so many events throughout the year, like actually the Honey Festival I sent my mom and dad to, and they had an absolute blast. And I will say this, even for my dad being 70 and my mom being in her, <clears throat> they had a really good time at Sci-Fi Bartow. And, like, Sci-Fi is not really their thing, but, like, my dad looked at the, the cars and got to, like, check out the General Lee, and the guy let him sit in it, and he checked out, you know, the Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am. And, like, no matter what age group, it is sci-fi Bartow has something for everybody and i like that main street Bartow kind of has something for everybody with all the different events the art festivals the antique shows the honey festival the jeeping with judd the the friday fest and the movies on the lawn you got a little something for everybody we do we even we take into consideration all throughout the year the types of music we bring we've got a mix between southern rock and we do a little uh, rock and roll and we have some country and we have DJs so we can have a little more of a dance party we try to make it at some point throughout the year you're going to find something that you like uh, here downtown well it's exciting and of course uh, for those listening Sci-Fi Bartow is February 20th so definitely go check it out but also how do people find Main Street Bartow uh, on the internet uh, we are on website at Main Street Bartow FL com all spelled out and then we also on Facebook and that's our our preferred method of engagement because we can engage with each other and uh, that's just Main Street Bartow right there on Facebook you'll find it real easy awesome 
Well, Laura, thank you so much for taking your busy time out your day to come on the show and to tell everybody about Sci-Fi Bartow and all the amazing events that Main Street Bartow is doing. Thank you. Thank you for being interested in what we as an organization do and, and helping us get that message out. Uh, we are celebrating our 30th anniversary as a Main Street organization. Um, there's others throughout the nation as well. We're very proud of the one we have, and thank you for your interest in helping us get that word out. And we look forward to seeing you on the 20th. Oh, definitely. We're going to be there for sure. We're going to be there all day, so I'm sure if my power goes out again, I know who to find. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no worries. We got that taken care of. Of course. Well, thank you so much, Laura, for your time, and we will talk to you later. Sounds good. Talk right. to you soon. Bye. 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 And of course, Deuce, let's, let's just reiterate it. Laura is awesome. She's yeah. amazing. She works with Main Street Bartow. And of course, you got to hear at home, folks. You got to hear the amazing events that they do throughout the year. Deuce, I kind of want to go to this honeybee thing because it sounds really Actually, cool. Actually, my mom and dad really yeah. enjoyed it. I think it, my kids would like yeah, it, too. It, it's like it's kind of like a craft fair. And then they had like an old car show yeah. and the honey. Cool. And my dad like loves honey. So yeah. we got like three different honeys that were Absolutely. grown locally. And then, of course, um, just the movies on the lawn. Like, Deuce and I, you've heard an episode. We were there with, you know. Uh, yeah, Brian and Amy. Brian of course, and Amy uh, yeah, and Brian yeah. and Amy. We had this, they had it on an episode too. We, One they were there was live. Uh, the uh, Bartow Idol, if I remember correctly. I think Amy Little was Bartow Idol. She wasn't number one. She was in the top three. Yeah, so. absolutely. So like, there's so many amazing things. But of course, I mean, we love Sean Sardinsky and and, yeah. and his amazing wife Lori. Like they, they they've become really good friends of ours. And I mean, they, they're the ones that kind of opened the door to the con world for us. Like yeah. you go back episode 26, we're talking about getting excited about sci-fi Bartow, and then we throw out later on after the after the end of the event we kind of have some episodes talking about it live so go back and check those episodes you'll hear how amazing and how fun and how many different types of people we met also go and check out our youtube page youtube.com forward slash user forward slash happy hour podcast we've actually got two or three videos on there live from last year's sci-fi we sure do we got some amazing friends with claire davis and our, your buddy iron man and our good friend jackie maldonado she's yep. on there as well uh so awesome Definitely check that out. So you can kind of get a little bit of the vibe, a little bit of the itch there, you know, because it's right around the corner, Deuce. I yeah, mean, it's literally a week away. It's awesome. We're so stoked. We're excited. Of course, it's February 20th, and from 11 a.m. all the way to 6-ish, as, yeah. as Sean would say. And, and of course, this is going to be an awesome event. There's so many vendors and people there. Chuck Dixon's going to be there. If you like TV and film prop, I mean, it's going to be all kinds of stuff there. And you know what I heard? We're on the street. It's totally free. It's free. It is completely free. And don't forget, after the show, they're going to be playing Forbidden Planet on the wall. It's going to be amazing. They're going to have the movie for the night. So literally, plan to come. Stay all day. Come by and say hi to us because we'll be there all day doing interviews. And uh, and it's going to be awesome. Our third member, Brandy Womack, will be there as well. So if you not get to meet her, she's cool as hell. Check her out. And, of course, how do people find us on the internet, Deuce? You can find us on the internet at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine. You can send us an email to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And, of course, when you're putting it in the old Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there's three hashtags that you want to plug in there. Hashtag happy, happy hour, hour podcast, podcast. Hashtag HH, HH podcast show. show. And hashtag deuces, deuces on, on the loose. loose. Later. See ya. See ya.